there, you checkers and pleasers, and welcome to a very special episode of Check, Please. This is Check, Please Rerolled, a special remastering of the early episodes of Check, Please Season 1. This one specifically for episodes 1 through 3. We weren't happy with the audio quality looking back, or our acting, so we decided to re-record it, still staying true to the originals while adding in a bit of new spice from our experience. We hope you enjoy! Now let's get to the episode. Welcome to Check, Please, the D&D podcast. I'm the DM of this little game. You can call me Beardy. And we all do. <laughs> Hi, Beardy. The players Hi, Beardy. we have at this particular game are Kenny, Zeno, and Screwy. It us. Ya boys. It me. So for this campaign, Kenny will be playing the role of... Soliana Polyhymnia. Zeno will be playing the role of... Vera Vespid. And Screwy will be playing the role of Marcus Cupsai. Oof. I mean, I mean, are you going to use that accent the whole time? Good lord, no. <laughs> then why would you introduce yourself? Then why would you introduce yourself with an accent? <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking? Say it's Mickey now. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah let's Marcus do it. Cupsai. There you go. And now okay. everyone's going to be fucking confused every time your character talks. <laughs> I mean, I said it weird. It, it doesn't matter. All right. Just... Okay, I'll try. I... Oh my god! I'll do that one again. Okay. Marcus Cupsai. Okay. All right. And we're going to be playing a campaign specifically of Pathfinder, but we call it D and D. We call it D and D because <laughs> why not? Or... Right? There's no other versions, right? Yeah. But anyway, let's get into it, shall we? We shall. So, for one reason or another, be it the call of adventure, wealth power, or the desire to escape, you find yourselves at the Dead Man's Rest. It's a tavern on the border of the nation of Vil and the Deadlands. Amidst the warm hearths and the fine ales are a scattering of both local commoners, relaxing after a hard day's labor, and the many adventuring folk who use this inn as a base point for exploration and looting of the expansive ruined lands to the north. If any of your characters have knowledge history, please roll it, and I will tell you a bit more about the setting. Looks like I have history, but I'm a bard. Can I do that? Yeah, uh, since you're a bard, one of your special abilities is you get to roll on any knowledge, whether you're trained or not. Sweet. All right. OP. <laughs> Let's see. That's a 24. A 24. Excellent roll. All right. So what you know is that the Deadlands are a vast area of magical devastation. It was created ages ago during a massive war. The area is tainted to this day with a terrible curse that's filled with the undead. And it also contains a treasure trove of magical items that are tainable enough that there's a small industry of adventurers that make regular treks into the Deadlands to recover these items and then sell them to the broader world. Alright, so as we open on the scene here, and I'll go ahead and push this map for all of you, but it is an area of the inside of the Dead Man's Rest, the first level of the building. There is a large bar on the west side. There are tables throughout the middle of the area. There's a few private booths even in the far corner. In the eastern side of the room, there is a staircase leading up to the second floor, and there's even a set of outhouses on the back of the building. Vera, you are currently in this room. Well, should I describe my character? Please do. Or... Absolutely. So what you see is this female human who has silver eyes. She's wearing these green garbs, hooded, uh, 
face is mostly covered up by the hood, and she has this brown leather armor on top of it, as well as a shoulder pauldron on her left shoulder, not on the right one. Uh, she looks like complete shit. She looks like she has not had the best day. She has cuts all over her face. Looks like her nose was recently broken at one point, and she has a pretty nasty black eye as well. And on her back, she has this, what looks like a wooden box. And you can see once in a while bees coming out of it. So it's most likely, it looks like it's an apiary of some kind that's basically fashioned into a backpack. Mm -hmm. And she's coming back from one of these other adventures. Doesn't look very happy. Looks like she was just done yelling at someone. And she goes to (laughs) sit next on one of the tables that's closer to the door. Mm -hmm. And she just sits there just waiting. Alrighty. In that case, not too much longer after that, the door to the building is going to open up and Marcus is going to step in. Scree, would you like to describe what your character looks like? I most certainly would. Marcus is a halfling. He's more all about the comfort, pretty much. So he is a traveler who likes to... I mean, bathrobe isn't too far away from what he likes to wear for the most part. like a homo? Oh, boy. I mean, you're not far off. And he always carries along with him a sling staff. I'm sorry. Fuck all y'all. Don't hate on the slingstab. I'm not going to make fun of your little slingshot. I'm sure it's a very deadly weapon. Long slingshot, actually. It's a very needlessly long. It's like having a pistol, but the <laughs> grip is all the way to the floor. <laughs> hey, if I recall correctly, there is a historical battle between two people, and a sling worked very well. It, it was in a book somewhere. A, oh, a good, books. a good book. I've heard. I, it, uh, yes. A pretty good, the good. The goodest. But yes. And Marcus walks into the bar and looks around. And, well, he likes wine. He does like the drink. He likes to drink a little bit. So he goes over to check out the bar. And Vera will be watching this. They notice that this person walks in. And it's another person that she's kind of going to force herself to talk to. But she's kind of <laughs> mentally preparing herself to. So she's breathing like... <sighs> I hate when you have to do that to work up the courage to talk yeah. to someone. <laughs> it sucks. So I don't even know if Marcus notices. It's my entire life. I don't even know if Marcus <laughs> notices this silver-eyed person who just looks like a wreck. <laughs> well, I mean, do I? Should I get a roll on that? I mean, if you think about it, there's a bunch of people yeah. in this bar. Okay, so, so are you, you are went paying, straight for the drink. Are you paying attention to all the people there? Thus far, I mean, he surveyed. He didn't lock eyes with anybody just yet. So he just went to go look at the bar. Getting to the bar, I'm thinking he notices the barkeep. So you head over to the bar and you start talking to the barman for some wine. As you do that, another traveler enters the room. This time it's Soul. Kenny, would you like to describe yourself? I would love to describe myself. (laughs) So... What you see is a very pale skinned high elf. They look like they've been running and they're pretty out of breath. Uh, They have strawberry blonde hair that's long on one side and completely shaved on the other. And the shaved side seems to look like it's been dyed a light pinkish red. Probably not done by someone who's trained in dyeing. Hair and they have three earrings on their 
left ear, and the one closest, uh, the one that's on their earlobe very specifically, has a teal feather hanging from it that matches the same color of their eyes. They're also wearing clothing that's kind of put together with a bunch of belts that looks like it might have been torn up or a very makeshift outfit. Same with the skirt. It's kind of torn in areas here and there. There's pants, but something about the outfit doesn't quite look like someone made it. It it just looks off. Mm -hmm. But other than their exhausted demeanor, they seem pretty cheerful. They almost have a skip in their step as they enter the bar. Excellent. So now that you're all in here... I'm going to give you a general sense of the room. Looking around the area, you can see that two barmaids are moving through the room. One is a halfling that deftly dodges mm. the slower and less graceful patrons, nary spilling a drop from the steins on her overloaded platter. She turns and delivers a broad smile and slight curtsy to each new arrival as they step into the cozy room. The other barmaid, a human girl of perhaps 20, while managing her tasks, has none of the grace of her coworker. <laughs> She does possess a striking beauty for a simple commoner, though, and she moves to the bar to drop off a tray of empty steins and receives a new one from the older man behind the bar. She blows a strand of her bangs out of her eyes and then gets back to work. The barman appears to be a middle-aged human with graying hair and sort of wrinkles on his face. He gives a wave and a nod to each arriving patron before going back to filling and clearing tankards from the bar. I'd like you all to make a perception check. Okay. Oh, shit. That's a one. Uh, it's a one from Soul. We've got sixteen. Yep, a sixteen from Marcus and a three from Vera. All right. Well, the only person. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Great and... game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great rolls. Great rolls, everyone. Woo! All right. Get so... the ones on the way. What, whatever. I got a twenty-four for my knowledge shit. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Marcus, what you notice is you notice another man walking around between the tables. He's well-dressed and carries a wide smile as he moves from conversation to conversation, stopping occasionally to slap a patron on the back while delivering some one-liner or a good-natured insult. He looks to be in his late 30s, uh, but with stark white hair, and he wears a fine-looking rapier at his hip. He notices that you noticed him and makes his way over to greet you. Looks like a fat witcher. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, Geralt just likes. Maybe he loves himself go. This is his retired form. <laughs> this is his retired form. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so as this man approaches you, he says, Welcome to my inn, the Dead Man's Rest, the finest and only establishment of its kind in town. The name's Sirwin. He offers a large and well-calloused hand in greeting. Marcus happily accepts and gives a nice, good, hearty handshake. Lovely establishment you got here. Oh, well, thank you very much. It's been, well, it's been my life's work ever since I retired. <laughs> but anyway, if you need anything, you can ask either of the barmaids and they'll get you anything you need. And if you have interest in conversation, uh, search me out. All right. Happy uh, to spin a tale or two. Actually, I noticed the other halfling. What's her name? <laughs> You'll have to ask her yourself. I can't give you all the, the free hints. <sighs> Fine. Uh, Marcus uh, downs, his, downs his drink and says, wish me luck. He will step out of the way and let you go to probably make a fool of yourself. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <sighs> Marcus takes his lapels and gives him that good old tuck. I mean, how else are you going to... Make a bathrobe look good. 
and makes his way over to the uh, other halfling in the room. All right. The only other halfling in this room. <laughs> All right. So you make your way across the room and you see that there is a halfling barmaid who has finished dropping off a tray of drinks. She hasn't noticed you yet. What would you like to do? You have a wife. Yeah. I married her eight years ago. And I, I we started dating in 2004. You don't fight with your wife. So you're telling me that the, the fire is dead. Is what you're telling me. You're telling, me this, you're telling us that the spark is out and that there is no romance or love left in your marriage. Oh, please. No, 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 no. No, um, no the version of my flirting with my wife would be completely different than me flirting with someone I've never met. Um, walking up and, and, and goosing something down the butt, not really not the nicest way of, of introducing oneself. If I mean, I'm fairly certain that's not the right way to flirt with someone you've never met. Everyone I knows could be wrong. Go up to them and sniff their butt to figure out who they are. And they say, yeah. "Nice ass." <laughs> nice. <laughs> go, 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 flirt with your halfling. Go on. Uh, who? Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually driving a bike. Uh, Marcus goes and says, "I can't." I, I don't want to say taps him on the shoulder, but like walks up and, and kind of coughs and says, "Hi." All right. The barmaid turns and looks at you and says, Hello? Did you need something to drink? Well, yeah, but I actually wanted to talk to you. I don't normally see many halflings. She kind of turns to you and gives like a slight curtsy to sort of show off. Here, you you can see her. It's like, hello, um, what, what do you drink then? Well, mostly wine, but I'd rather drink you in at the moment. All right, uh, <laughs> give me a diplomacy check. Come on, dice! Just that's an eighteen. All right, an eighteen. She <laughs> seems semi-accepting, I guess, of your of your flirtations. She blushes slightly and says, "Oh, uh, that's very kind of you to say, but I'm just a simple barmaid. You um, you appear to be, well, uh, I'm guessing an adventuring type. Uh, you don't look like a farmer, is all I mean." We typically only get the two kinds of people here. Well, it's just starting right now, but, I mean, you probably meet all the type of adventurers in this place. Uh, a fair few, for sure. Though not so many in bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Usually the adventurers that come through here are kitted out in more, well, protective gear, I suppose. You must be a, a wizard? <laughs> she says with general confusion in her voice. Chef's kiss. Uh, no, I am, a, I am in fact a cleric of Eden. I just prefer the comfort, practicality over, uh, <laughs> over many things else. I think you the other way around. You mean you prefer comfort over practicality? Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's uh, Yeah, I prefer comfort over practicality. Hmm. I mean, what's the, pe- what's the point of adventuring if you can't adventure in, in, in one's bedware? <laughs> She laughs at your your what what she assumes is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and she lights up when she laughs about all this. You charmed her with pure awkwardness. <laughs> yes. Uh, adorableness, thank Adorable. you. Yeah. One second I just aside. Oh god, she's just so cute. Uh <laughs> Why don't you ask her name? What's your name? <laughs> yeah, do it really awkwardly. So what's your fucking name? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, 
<laughs> Breathe really close to her. I'm sure it'll make her very comfortable. It's, excuse me, m'lady. Tips hat at you. You know I'm blushing like crazy right now. You woke up and Oh god. Ooh, what's this? <laughs> Not twenty. Not twenty. No. Your feet are the hairiest I've ever seen. No. I mean, is that a, is that a flirt in in halfling? I mean, they actively flaunt it, so probably. Right. I mean, I imagine it's a point of pride. Probably. Kind of like dwarf having a beard. Yeah. You know, if you oh, if you want to impress if you want if you want to impress the lady, you go up and you say, you know, lass, your beard is the longest I've ever seen. <laughs> Tis truly a fine collection of locks and curls. And at that point, she would be like, I truly is. And then you know, the two of you would share a drink, and and that's how you flirt with the dwarf. And then you're married. And then yeah. yeah, and then and then you know, you share a drink with the dwarf woman, and the next thing you know, you're married to her. That's just how that works. Your wife finds out. Your true wife. <laughs> Your true life. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay. continue flirting with uh, this unknown named yeah. girl. I say to her, "Your smile absolutely leaves me dumbfounded. I I forgot to even ask your name." Oh, well, it's Telly, Telly Talbert. It's a pleasure Hi. to meet you. And you would be? Oh, Marcus. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. She gives you another polite curtsy. Beardy, I'm guessing barmaids seem to have a ear, are privy to a lot of conversations. Would asking them about what's going on in the area be a good idea? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, like you said, barmaids are going to have a lot of ears to the grounds in a lot of ways. You know, they're going to hear okay. a lot of conversations. So they're, they typically make good sources of info. So yeah, give me a diplomacy check to gather information. You got it. Vera is listening to this mm-hmm. and just has this uncomfortable... <laughs> Grimace. <laughs> just, going on. You're just absorbing Wait, the cringe. Do you not like halflings? <laughs> I mean, you, are you asking me as a DM? No, I'm asking Vera. <laughs> you're, you're looking at Vera when you're flirting with this Gross. wonderful. Whoa. I'm sure Soul doesn't even notice this fucking. <laughs> I'll be honest. Well, I mean, remind you, elves tall, halflings short. So I mean, it's going like on the oh, so lower. Hobo. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's on the lower end of your vision, so I mean, I don't think Marcus sees Vera here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> just roll stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a fourteen, good enough. Okay. So you wrote, make a diplomacy to gather information from Telly, and yep. she says, and you just wanted to get like general like recent happening sorts of things? Yeah, like, is there anything okay. going on? She says, oh, I mean, you know, it's been fairly normal around here. Lots of adventurers going back and forth to the Deadlands. I mean, I guess there's some rumors of syndicate activity, but, you know, who knows if that's true or not. That sounds like an important name. Is there a thing I need to roll for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the she mentions something called the syndicate. Uh, if you want to make a knowledge local check, you can see if you know what that is. Local. Okay. That is a 15? A 15. Okay. So you're going to have some basic information here. You know that the syndicate is kind of like, it's a criminal organization, and it's sort of like the boogeyman in Ville. Typically, like, uh, if like your hat goes missing, you know, someone might make a joke that it was the syndicate that took it. 
they're they're sort of this this criminal underbelly of the society here and a lot of times they're given a lot more credit than they're actually due like a lot of people will, will be superstitious about them but you do know that they are very much real they do exist they're just their their reputation is such that people accredit them for a lot more than they actually do it's the it's the illuminati kind of yeah the irs yeah yeah a little bit like the irs they move in shadowy and unpredictable ways Please don't kill us, government. <laughs> Please don't kill us, government. I think that might be a... I'm guessing that's kind of unpleasant conversation. Yeah, uh, typically talking about the syndicate is considered a faux pas. It's typically considered rude. But, I mean, she brought it up, so it's on her. Okay. So, being it's kind of rude, uh, Marcus, uh, I think I'll go with... Uh, well, you wouldn't be part of the syndicate, would you? <laughs> Well, of course not. Who'd want a little old halfling like me? Well, I mean, I certainly would. Ooh. Uh, give me a diplomacy check to flirt again. You're going to try to lay it on thick like that. Come on, dice, come on, dice, come on. 20! Unnatural. Uh, it's still a 20. I mean, it's good. I'm just saying for the people I'm, I'm listening. I'm saying it's not as good. That's true. Hella. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, at that point, uh, Telly flushes red uh, and blushes a lot and uh, excuse herself saying she has to get back to work. You feel that you've made some headway here. Seeing the barmaid move, Vera will finally get up and is going to approach your table. So you see this silver-eyed gal who looks like a mess approach (laughs) your table (laughs) and just slams both of her hands down, like just in a resting pose, not in like aggression, just like, I'm here. But somehow comes off aggressive, probably. Probably, yes. Hello. You're in adventure, right? I have some adventuring under my belt. I mean, if I wore a belt. So I pull the chair out, and I sit down. Now, listen, hear me out. I'm just looking for a group to work with. I can heal. I'm good at healing. If you need muscle, I definitely have that. I've been here for too long. I mean, you, you don't look like you're the strongest, right? You're... I look at your sling staff and I nod. <laughs> yeah, must be some kind of wizard, right? Oh. <laughs> are, are you a wizard? Listen, I'll take anything. No one else is really accepting what I'm putting down. I tell you what. Yeah, I have a lot of adventuring under my belt. Again, if I wore one. But I don't have anything going at this very second. But I'm definitely picking up what you're laying down. And listen, I know this god who needs a lot of help. She would help someone weak. You can. She would give you so much for nothing. So ears perk up from across the room, hearing so much for nothing. Of, of course, for you. Huh? You mean Eden, right? What? Not. No, not not Eden. Uh, Melifera. You probably Mellifera. probably haven't heard of her. Excuse me. Um. You see the elf start walking towards you too. Do I know you? Uh, no, but you said so much for nothing. Yeah, I was talking to the halfling. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) I I thought you were talking about money. My bad, I'll just, excuse me. Yeah. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. What's your name, lovely? Oh, my name's Sol. It's very nice to meet you. Well, do I notice your barb, right? I'm wire on my hip, yes. So, I'm guessing you're a bar? 
Yeah, I'm a musician of sorts, you would say. Anyone would say. I'm very good at it. Well, I mean, what what's a party without someone who could play music? Am I right? Really wanting to accept this elf in? What's wrong with being an elf? I don't know. I don't feel like being stabbed in the back anytime soon. An elf would never do that. Right. Would they stab you from the front? What? No, I don't stab. What? <laughs> Listen, there is no stabbing happening around here. You guys are silly. But were you talking about money at all? I'm kind of in need of some, so... I don't have any money. Oh, I am so sorry. I just... Well, I mean, hold on, hold on. I hear tell them... I mean, there's gotta be some money to be made around here, right? I, I think we all can uh, work together on this. So as the three of you are discussing things, a man will come over to your table. Uh, it's the same one that spoke with Marcus earlier. The guy in his late 30s with the stark white hair. He introduced... Sowen! Hi there. I see you've already made some friends. Um, actually, yes. Didn't catch their names, though. Uh, you are... It's it's Vera. Vera, yes, Vera. (laughs) Shut it. Yikes. Someone woke up on the grumpy side of the bed. Vera just huffs, like, exasperated. Hello, my good sir. Was it Sir Wynn? Is that what you said, you little short man? The name's Sir Wynn. He holds out a hand in greeting. Soul will hold out their hand for a second that looks as if they expect someone to kiss it, and then they immediately switch it to a handshake, and they mm. look surprised when they did that. And then they change it to a fist bump. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Then it was an explosive fist bump. And, and then they... everyone died somehow. They just oh. turned into finger guns, and that was the end of it. They ended up being finger guns. And... There was a gunfight, actually. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> no survivors. Well... The name's Sirwin Vardale. It's good to meet you both. Mm. I imagine the three of you are going to be heading up into the Deadlands. That's typically the reason anyone comes up this way. Um, the what? How do you know? What I know about that? Yeah, I mean, every, everyone here knows about it. Whether you know why it exists is another thing entirely, but... Why would anyone go there? Well, if the three of you are heading up that way, I may have something that might be of interest to you. He pulls out a small roll of parchment. It says, I have here a map that leads to an untapped and hidden treasure. Oh, thank you. Soul holds out their hand. (laughs) Uh, Not quite, my dear, not quite. This is something that I would be selling to you. And I asked for the simple price of 250 gold pieces. Oh, that's it? Uh, Marcus just met this guy. I feel like he might be trying to to have us, maybe swindle us a little bit. Oh, sure. uh, Is there a role I can do? Yeah, absolutely. Skill is sense motive. Go ahead and make a sense motive check, right. please. 26. A 26. Okay. You get the sense that Sirwin is definitely trying to make money off of you, but he's not trying to swindle you necessarily. Can I diplomacy for a lower price? Absolutely. Yeah, you can try to diplomacy him and try to barter that down. Or haggle right. that down, rather. 17. A 17. Okay. Do you want to give me a little bit of RP on that? Yeah. He's like, well, hold on. I mean... Sirwin, we just met, I know, but I think you can do a little bit better. Nice. That is a 17. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Sirwin hears that and says, well, I'm afraid I think it's quite a fair price, to be honest. You see, this map leads to an untapped treasure trove that 
any one of the items that it leads to would be worth far more than 250 gold. All it takes is a handful of people with enough bravery to go into the Deadlands and retrieve the treasures that are lying there and bring them back. Now, I mean, where does somebody get that kind of map and doesn't want to go out themselves? I, I'm still very skeptical. Can I see where he got that map? You can ask I want to see... where he got it. Yeah, you can always inquire oh, as to okay. where he got it from. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do that. Make another diplomacy Let's... check to gather information oh, from him. 24! So, you ask where he got the map, and Sirwin kind of nods and says, Well, there's quite a few adventurers that come through here, and, well, a lot of them end up indebted to me for instays and bar tabs, and, well, one group apparently found this, and, well, to pay their tab, they decided to give me this information in exchange. Hmm. Soul's going to kind of pipe up and come forward smiling. It's just a little too big, but it somehow works. Excuse me, sir. I don't know if you've noticed, but all of us are fairly down on our luck. I mean, look at our clothes and look at Vera. Her face looks like shit. So... (laughs) We're really down on our luck, and it would be really nice if you could just either lower the price or make it just easier for us to have an exchange of some kind. Do I need to roll to make it Yeah, please. uh, Give me a diplomacy check for that. Okay. It's a 21. A 21. Okay, okay. So Sermon will nod and say, well, I wouldn't normally offer this, but I am in need, actually, of some services. Perhaps we can organize an exchange. What kind of services? The booty kind. Fuck you. It's all very uncomfortable, actually. Well, I could actually use a few bodyguards, to be honest. Oh, okay. Bodyguards... Who, may I ask? (laughs) Yeah, give me a diplomacy check to try to pry that information from him. Sure, sure. 23. 23. He kind of looks grim for a second, and he kind of looks this way and that, and he says, maybe not here. Come with me and I'll explain. And he will move away from your table, and he's going to head over toward a set of doors in the north side of the room. It's near the side of the bar. I guess we'll follow? You think it leads We're gonna into... Die. It leads into some sort of back room. Okay. It's just We're gonna die. Soul follows. All right. Okay. I know, I know I didn't mention this before, but I am the type of player that has, well, I mean, not necessarily a direct cause of, but um, my actions or inactions have been the death of many of, uh, not just one uh, other player. So I'm kind of reluctant to just rush off to go uh, be a bodyguard. Yeah, if you're the death of any of our characters, we're going to kill your character. I, mean, yeah, I was you. a little bit worried that he said he was the cause of the death of a player. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> that worries um... me. <laughs> Murderer. Okay. We don't talk about that one. <laughs> that, was a, that was a TPK, am I right? Whoa. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so Vera will also begrudgingly follow just because Soul's in the front. Okay. So the three of you follow Sirwin into this back room, and as you walk into it, it does appear to be a kitchen. There's a large uh, stove top there. There's like a stone oven. There's also a couple of tables covered in various partially prepared foods. And as soon as the three of you are inside this area, he's going to pop open another door to the north that actually leads outside. And he kind of gives you guys a a head nod, uh, intending for you all to follow him into the area behind the building. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll follow for now. Vera takes out their staff. Okay. 
soul gives you an up and down. What? Oh, so staffs aren't too cool. Excuse me? Wow, this is great. This is good energy right here. I didn't ask you. That's okay. I'm making commentary. Well, keep it to a minimum, Keeb. <laughs> and Vera will walk past you. Can I roll for uh, to see if Marcus heard that? Uh, yeah, make it. You're right next to fucking us. Yeah, I think oh, you're, you're right next to that. So I think you you could have oh. heard the fighting insult. Ma- Marcus goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh, I've never met someone so disrespectful of your kind. Humans sure are weird. Yeah. Hi. Right, so I mean, we're all gonna three three characters gonna die tonight. Oh okay. no! Actually, could you check where he just went? Uh, yeah, he went down, I think down, to, did he go? Uh, he just went, went outside. That, uh, you guys haven't oh, followed him. Yeah, okay. let's so follow him outside. I him outside we, we did. Yeah. We were at yeah. the basement door or whatever. So he opens the door and kind of gives you all a nod to follow him outside. Okay. Soul follows. Okay. Marcus, Marcus so follows. When you get outside the building, you see that it is early evening and there is an area not too far from here where you can see sort of a distortion in the air, and you recognize it as the border of the Deadlands itself. But it's a little ways away from the building, and it's also not where Sirwin is going. He's actually turned to the left, and he's walked over to the entrance to a cellar. Hmm. He's already, like, pulling at the handles to open up the door. That ain't sketch or anything. <clears throat> well, yeah, because, I mean, what what uh, what positive adventure doesn't uh, doesn't begin with going into some dark cellar? Come on, friends. Come down to my basement. I have candy here. Has he already gone down the basement? Uh, He opens the door and kind of looks to make sure the three of you are following. And then if he sees you... Yeah, as long as you're there, he's going to go ahead and head on down the the staircase. Could you just talk to him for a second, Marcus? Just look down there, okay? Yeah, Marcus leans leans in kind of... I push him. (laughs) 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 Okay, go check it out. Thank you. Fuck you! I jump out of the way to dodge the falling halfling. Hmm. Dang. Either of us get to die, at least. There's no reaction from Vera. Okay, well then. Wow, no no reaction at all. You just, you just assume that, well, Marcus is dead. I don't. I think Vera just doesn't want to talk to us all. Yeah, because Vera's a racist piece of shit. <laughs> she called me a king! <laughs> yeah, so why'd you push Marcus? He's fine. He's a cleric. Uh, okay. When I get to the... You assume? You don't even know that yet. Okay, so Marcus, you tumble down the stairs a little bit, and you land roughly at the bottom of the stairs. And you mm. kind of brush yourself off and stand up. Luckily, you didn't take any kind of damage from the fall. I'd like you to make a perception check. Thirteen. Okay. It's dark. <laughs> it's dark, but there's there are a couple of, of lamps... And down here that uh, Sirwin is making sure have enough oil to be to be on. And what you see is this small area that contains uh, what appears to be storage and like long-term storage supplies for the tavern. Huh. There is a series of tables along the left and right wall. In the back is a stack of barrels and crates of different types. And in the middle of the room is a simple table with a few chairs around it. Hmm. And it's sort of in the center north of the room. In the center south of the room, there is a grate built into the floor. And on the southern wall, the only thing standing against that entire wall is a large basin, like a huge barrel that uh, is taller than you are. So, Sol will call downstairs, Hey, 
Um, Halfling, are you still alive? Hello? The name's Marcus! And yes. Well, I'm glad you're still alive. Uh... Okay. Soul awkwardly waits for Vera to go downstairs and follows, fidgeting with their hands. I'm sorry that Vera's a horrible person. She's a bitch. But Vera's not sorry. I know. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you as a person, but not Vera. <sighs> so the three of you, rather the two of you, go down the stairs and meet up with Marcus, who's already at the bottom of the stairs. And you can see that Sirwin, after checking the lamps, has made his way over to that table in the north-central part of the room. And he's kind of, like, nervously wrapping his hands, or wrapping his fingers, rather, on hmm. on the desk. Why so serious, I guess? Well, I suppose there's no reason in not telling the full truth here. Uh, I may be in a bit of a spot with some folks. Uh, When I opened this tavern, it was partially with a loan uh, that I got from, well, some folks from the syndicate. Soul pretends to know what that is. And at first it was fine, but then, well... Even after I paid back the full amount of the loan, plus interest, they still kept finding ways to keep nickeling and diming me and telling me I owed this and that. Shit. Yeah, well, Telly, was, Telly was telling me about the syndicate. Uh. Now they, they seem to come by every month or so and demand more and more money. It's becoming almost impossible to run a business. I'm hoping that if I can maybe give them a show of force, they'll decide that They've made enough money off of me and they'll back off. I was hoping that, you know, just having enough people here would make it look like they mess with us anymore. If you're willing to help me and help me make a stand against some syndicate folks, then uh, the map would be yours and then some. Soul smiles. Well, just so we understand, you need to help us for us to help you. Now, you know, a map, some money is fine, but, you know, these are some souls making this shit up but (laughs) really scary people they're making it up it's completely true though (laughs) so i just want to make sure you ensure that you're gonna actually you know give us these things of course i want to insist that he stays to his word pretty much can i diplomacy roll yeah yeah go ahead with diplomacy check okay okay that's a 25 all right he nods he says of course i'm I like to consider myself a man of my word. So I'll, you'll have the map as well as a fair pay for your time. Sold turns to Vera and Marcus. Is that okay with you two? I mean, I have nothing going on. <laughs> of course you wouldn't. And what about you, Vera? Vera. Uh-huh. It's fine. Good. We'll take it. Serwin appears to have a weight lifted off his shoulders. Oh, good. How many people are we expecting to see here, though? A few. Two or three, probably. (laughs) Kind of matches our numbers. But, I mean, I know I'm personally hoping that if they see that, you know, we aren't just a pushover, then they'll probably rather just leave rather than fight. I mean, I'm not planning on killing anybody. We're we're not killing them, right? We're just going to, you know... We're just going to rub them up a little bit, you know, just... And then, you know... Of of course not. We're just going to kiss them on the head, tuck them in bed. What do you mean we're not going to... Like, well, if it comes to that, maybe. Well... But 
I'm not really into the whole killing thing. I I, I don't mind roughing but somebody like, up or now, but I mean, he would be able to reach them. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. Soul's still smiling, even though they said sorry. <laughs> ah, fee fi fo fum. Listen, I'll do my best not to completely kill them, but I'm not going to not defend myself when things turn ugly. Yeah, you look great at not defending yourself. <laughs> oh. oh. Varys' face turns red. Stop. Sorry, that was mean. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, Vera. They're like just tapping their hand onto their staff and like just oh. gripping it. Marcus, we're not going to kill them. If it comes to them threatening our lives, some things are just, you know, you just got to do it, right? Yes, I mean, uh, how about y'all be the kill? Oh, I'm not so much a killer, per se. I I was more for the the wrap them up part of the plan, but, you know, I I was just trying to vouch for... Soul keeps gesturing... (laughs) at Vera without trying to look at her. So, how... Um, I, uh, Marcus turns to uh, Sirwen. When can we expect these guys? Well, tonight sometime. Wow, that's not a lot of planning. Okay, so, uh, do they know, are they going to come here? Are they going to come upstairs? Or we, we, where should we go for this? Well, what do they normally do when they come in? So what they normally do is they meet me down here in the office... He says, sort of a, almost a mocking tone. Hey, nice office. Walks around judgingly. <laughs> and, uh, well, I split up my profits of the previous month with them, and then they go along, and sometimes they'll have a drink before they leave, and other times they just leave right away. Okay. They've been asking for a bigger cut every month. So what I think we need to do is let them come in, get in the room, and we need to come, like, at both sides at them. Like... Pincer them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, uh, like, we, we need to come all at once if we can, but, uh, just... <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I'm gonna just say that that was in character for Soul, actually. In the perfect world, yes, we all would come at the same time. But, but that doesn't always happen. Somebody goes off early, um, and but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, well, we'll just roll with it. Um, and so if we're gonna pincer them, then we don't exactly have even numbers. But when some of us be down here and some up there, or... well, I mean, I will. I'm gonna stay down here. I'm not so good at going fast and being. But I, I'm gonna stay here and be all about, like, making sure you guys do what you need to do. Okay, whatever that means. I'm not really the whole herdy type of kind of person. I'm more of a talk and make amends kind of person, so I guess I could play a lullaby spell and kind of make them a little more drowsy and not as perceptive of things. Ooh, that's a good idea. Fine, I'll, I'll go up. I'm probably the least likely to be seen by them. Hey, that's a good idea, you! This slow turn. Soul's still smiling, but looks uncomfortable at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) 
the eyebrows are concerned, but there's still a smile. Like there's definitely something weird about. Yeah, there's it. something weird about it. Like like your like your your smile's kind of like, like stuck in there, kind of like a Botox yeah. kind of issue. It's like a half and half disconnect between the expression. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no, that's not something's not, that not exactly right. But it also doesn't seem wrong per se. <laughs> They're still smiling. Okay, well, I, it sounds like a good plan. I mean, so when they come downstairs, you would follow them down and we give a, a word make, and they'll just go at them. We make sure that they don't just run. True. You great idea. Great blockade. Miss Green all up in the stairs. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's like punching your things down. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be friends? <laughs> <laughs> It's a great plan. I love this plan. Let's do this. So what's going to be the command? How are we... Command? Well, yeah, how are we uh, getting us all locked in at the same time? Well, uh, we're going to hear the lullaby when I play it, so that... <laughs> that'll work. Yeah, I'm sure that'll help. Okay, you don't have to be so... We're working together now. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> There's still a smile there. Just, oh. <laughs> try to decide if Vera would find that like disconcerting, or they'd just be like, yeah, that's "Fucking an, elves, that's a fucking elf thing." It's we just human, an elf thing. We humans don't have the, this weird stuff going on. So me and Marcus are downstairs, and you're up there, and we're gonna just knock him in. Be like, "Don't be so mean." <laughs> yeah, we're gonna knock him up. <laughs> no. Have you ever been in a fight? No. I have. <laughs> I, I turn to Marcus. Oh? Yeah. What's your experience? Well, it's, it's a really long story. Quick glance um, here. Uh, sling sling staff. staff. And then back to you. Damn. That is some shade from Vera. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily Mr. Fighty Fight, but... Mr. Homeless. I'm, I'm not homeless. <gasps> oh, you look homeless. Are you Okay. Farad actually does. Go. <laughs> I'm I'm just comfortable at being homeless. I'm not homeless. I Are had sure? a home. Wait. I mean, maybe necessarily in this dimension, but I, I had a home. Wait, what? Well, so we'll just again, it is going to be a it is a long story, but short and quick, dirty version. I'm not really from this dimension. Yeah, so what happened was the guys I used to hang out with, uh, one of them was a bard, and he really liked using this wand. And through some really messed up magics, I was supposed to teleport from, from the battlefield back to the castle, but for some reason, I ended up here. You were trying to go back to a castle with your yeah. friend, the bard who had a wand? Yeah, he had a wand that did that opened this dimension door. He actually got lost in, in, in the plane of lust for a really weird long amount of time. Soul looks so concerned. That's a completely other story. So when he... Wow, that is a lot to unpack, and we don't know how much time we have. Shouldn't we get into places? I guess. Fine. I guess. Vera's going to head up, and while they're going, they're kind of like stretching their arm. Like, it looks like they're just like incredibly sore, but like... You know how, like, you massage your arm and, like, you move it over and you have your hand on your shoulder mm-hmm. just trying to get it to stop hurting? Like, that's what mm-hmm. you're doing? You just yeah. walk up. So, Vera 
I guess, goes upstairs. What does she do? Sit, sit up at bar? Yeah, Vera's going to be sitting in a corner that she can kind of slump into so that she's blended more into the crowd of people while being vigilant of anyone who so enters. Edgy. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're waiting for the syndicate to come in, Sol turns to Marcus. So another dimension. Yeah. It's, it was a wild ride. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I had a whole life back there. Yeah, I'm a house, a wife. We... Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately, all the all, all my abilities didn't really transfer over here. Um, oh. Yeah. In that dimension, I worshipped a different god. You wouldn't know who they are, but... Um, I mean, very close to what Eden is. I mean, similar, similar, similar whole sh- whole shtick. Oh yeah, Soul doesn't care about religion, so they're just like have, mm, fucking. Ha- have you heard the good word of Eden? I'm look. I kind of only vaguely do the whole God thing. So no, there's not just one. There's many gods, but Eden is, yeah, is one of the coolest. I mean, kind really? of. You know, there's one that's kind of just there because, you know, it coincides with the whole music thing. But that's about it. Well, I mean... You're from a different dimension. How did you even come across Eden? Did you just find her suddenly while you were here? Oh No, it just seemed to... It, it, it... Oh, so you just switched willy-nilly because you're like, oh boy, that Eden. No, no, it was just, it was the loudest voice that I, uh, if you can call it that, it's, it was the largest feeling that I could have. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, how do you explain how I, uh, I, I can heal? I channeled their, I channeled their, their presence. Okay. How do you explain well, it? I haven't seen this, so I can't explain it because I don't actually know if you can. <laughs> well, believe me, I can. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go hide behind some boxes while we wait for some people so you go be you from a different dimension <laughs> and so we'll kind of skip off to the north side of the room and hide behind some boxes market just says like that you know, that that old man thumbs up gif like <laughs> oh i'm sorry i like the thought of someone like imagine someone who's like i believe in god and then they go to another dimension and like oh zeus is close enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close enough <laughs> Yeah, this works out right. So, what does Marcus do for hiding? He tries to get like slunks against the side. Okay, so if you want to try to yeah. hide down here, just give me a stealth check. Okay. And twenty. Ah, nice. Okay. So you basically just kind of meld into the wall back there in the corner. I'm one with the wall. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I can't see Marcus. He really is from a different dimension. Also, I am. In a different room. Okay, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So up above, Vera, you kind of have staked out a spot at one of the tables, correct? All right. Yes, that's correct. Okay. And as you're waiting there, the doors to the establishment are going to burst open, and three people are going to step in. The first appears to be a half-elf, a man on slightly the shorter end of the spectrum. He has... uh, couple of fierce looking short swords at his hips he is followed by 
a very, very large human, a uh, guy with an enormous battle axe strapped to his back, and he kind of towers over everyone, but he also has this grim and blank, almost, expression on his face. And behind him is a woman with raven black hair that sort of falls and curls, and she's wearing a very bright red dress. So the three of them walk into the room, and the person, the first one in, the half-elf, will walk over to the bar and sort of loudly demands from the barman uh, for three drinks. Uh, the barman nods and looks nervous and will fill their, their order, and he basically pours three shots for these people. They are passed out between the three of them. They all drink what they had, and the first, the first one to finish is the guy in the front, the half-elf. And as soon as he finishes his drink, he throws the shot glass back to the back of the bar and ends up breaking another bottle of alcohol. What a dick. <laughs> wow. He laughs he, he, he laughs maniacally and then turns to start to walk toward the kitchen. The large man that was following him, once he finishes his drink, he's going to throw his shot glass directly at the barman and strike him in like the face with it. Oh! He also laughs, but his is a much slower and deeper laugh. <laughs> yeah, sort, sort of like that. Yeah. Bantapudu. <laughs> oh god, no, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking like the sonic solo. boss music <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> and then the, the raven-haired woman is going to walk and follow the other two and she just sort of sets her shot glass down at the edge of a table on her way to the kitchen. So, Vera, you see that the three of them have, you believe, based on their behavior, that these are probably members of the syndicate. Yeah, just because of the fact that they seem to be completely evil. <laughs> yeah, they do, these do seem a bit a bit like pricks, right? Un petit peu. Alright, so, are they moving? Do they move to the outside yet? Uh, yeah, they've moved into the kitchen area to the north, and you think that they're probably going to head right out into that cellar. Alright, so once I can't see them, I'm going to start just stealthily moving along. Okay. And I'll just follow behind them. Excellent. Alright, in that case, back down in the cellar, uh, could I get a perception check from Sol and Marcus, please? Sure. Certainly. 16. Alrighty. 21. Excellent. Well, the good news is you both are easily able to hear people approaching down the stairs. From your, your various hiding spots, you see these three people arrive in the cellar. First thing that happens is this angry-looking man, this half-elf that's come and lead, leading the group, as soon as he comes into the basement, he starts to essentially pepper Sirwin with insults. Hey, Sirwin, it's that time again for your shitty little business to give me all the gold that you can. And you know what happens if you refuse, buddy? I burn the whole place down. Sirwin kind of grimly nods and uh, starts to uh, like root around in a, a small chest that he's put onto the table. I'm going to start my lullaby then. Can I roll to kind of make it a more effective song? Yeah, absolutely. Just give me a performance check. Sure, sure. That's a net one. That's a net one. Oh, okay. No. Cool. <laughs> so, I love 
that, I guess. Don't worry. Okay. The first roll. The first roll. The entire thing. Did they break a string? It sounds wrong, that's for fucking sure. So, Soul is going to take out their lyre and start trying to strum a, a lullaby to get everyone's emotions nice and calm. However, they end up just kind of doing the exact opposite. And, and Play this, Metallica. This person in the middle of the room, this, this half-elf, is going to immediately flip out and that the, the idea that there is someone here hiding that He's going to assume the worst that this is some sort of ambush, and he is going to immediately draw his weapons, and he's going to say, I'm going to burn this entire place down, and I'm going to make sure that your wait staff... How would he put it? Suffers for your insolence. <laughs> yeah, he's going to make sure that his that his staff is going to suffer for this this kind of arrogance on his part. Wait, he's going he's gonna to mess with, with Tilly? Yeah. And it appears to be, yeah, it appears that he is going to mess with Telly. Are you going to let that happen? <laughs> Not if I can help it, no. So this guy will pull his two short swords. The big guy behind him will ready his great axe. And the raven-haired woman will ready their staff. Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> so at that point, I'm going to need some initiative rolls for everybody. I'm just going to start up combat here, so I'll start this off. Okay. All righty. Okay, it actually looks like Vera gets to act first. Now, Vera, you were sort of following them down, so you are here at the bottom of the stairs. What would you like to do? All right, so I can see this person with a staff. Mm -hmm. Yep, she's actually the closest to you, and she is not looking at you. She's looking at uh, Sirwin and Sol. (laughs) So since I assume this is a spellcaster, I'm going to go for her. So Vera goes around the corner with their staff out. Mm Mm-hmm. And as they are running, the staff at the top, there's this kind of hole, and a blade kind of organically shoots out in three sections to produce a giant scythe. Oh, fuck. And she runs it through the lady's back, just slicing it. I'm going to roll for that. 15 to hit. Okay. Uh, yeah, and because it looks like she is uh, flat-footed, and unarmored, that is definitely enough to hit. So go ahead and roll damage. All right. That is going to be 11. All righty. Okay. So you leave a pretty significant slash on the back of this person. All right. And she is actually next up in initiative. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, no. So she is going to take a five-foot step away from you. She's going to turn around, and she is going to cast a spell at you. So she's going to focus some energy and her hands are going to kind of catch fire. And what looks like these strange like hands or arms made of fire are going to erupt from the ground and kind of start to grab onto you to hold you in place. Oh, uh, I, don't, I don't like that one. <laughs> all right, let me roll something here. All right, you are going to take... Uh, let's see. Actually, I need a reflex save from you first. So go ahead and make a reflex save. All right. <laughs> eh... That is a 13. Alrighty. Uh, that is not high enough. Uh, so you're, you are going to be held in place by these arms, and you're also going to be burnt for about four points of damage. That's not too oh, bad. It's like a third of my health. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Look. All right. Uh, <laughs> That's what you sound like when you're burning. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> this bear is cool. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
doesn't hurt. Uh, it doesn't hurt as much as the pain in my soul. Uh. <laughs> Am I an Android 2? <laughs> Shit. Okay. So. All right. So the hulking man's up next. Yeah. Oh. And he is going oh, to turn no. and see that this black-haired woman was attacked, and he apparently doesn't like that very much. So he is going to move over to here, and he is going to try to swing at Vera. All right. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Okay. That is going to oh. hit. And oh, no. he gets a d12. Oh, no. All right. He strikes Vera for seven points of damage, which takes oh. his Vera to negative one. <laughs> oh, fuck. We Vera. started this off great. Okay, so. Phenomenally. Fuck you. Is your nat one. Fuck you. Is your nat one energy. You. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just die. It's fine. <laughs> well, actually, Vera will. It's fine. Uh, no, Vera's gonna die on the outside. <laughs> it's the first episode. <laughs> well, that was a fun episode, guys. <laughs> it's not over yet, kids. All right. Oh, so boy. after after the hulking man strikes Vera, uh, Vera drops to the ground with negative one hit points, and that's gonna take us over to Serwin in the initiative order. He's going to pull his rapier, that fancy one that was on his hip, and he is going to ready an action to attack this uh, half elf if he gets close enough. Yeah, hit him! Hit him! <laughs> All right, half elf's nice. turn. He's going to move up to attack, which is going to trigger Serwin's attack. Let me roll that, and that is a miss. And the half elf gets to attack with both weapons. Ash. Yes. Oh, this is a guy's rogue or something, yeah. Yeah, he does appear to be fighting kind of like with a two weapon style, and he he... a, he's a piece of shit after all. It makes sense he'd be a rogue. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, everyone knows <laughs> rogues are pieces of shit. You <laughs> quote me on that. All right. So, yeah, both of his attacks are going to strike, and rolling damages, and it appears that Sirwin is heavily wounded from that attack. Oh, no! Okay. Right. Fuck. So, Marcus, you're up. Uh, You're in the corner. You are currently unnoticed, but Vera is down and desperately needing healing, and And Sirwin... And fucking fire. And kind of on fire, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay, okay. So, (laughs) I, I don't want to use... Channel energy because I don't want to waste it. Um, wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 hold on. I also wanted to get, I, I want to see if I can be. Can I do a role where I can get over to Vera and still stay stealth ish? I mean, if you're gonna do a magic thing, doesn't that get rid of your stealthiness? Yeah, I mean, if you cast a spell, you're definitely gonna be unnoticed uh, when you do that, oh. but um. I want to go the shortest route possible, and I don't want to go up and around the... That's a cauldron, right? Or yeah, it's like a big basin. Okay, I'd like to go up and over that. All right, in that case, give me an acrobatics check. Oh, nice. Don't Ready? fuck with me tonight. Oh, no. Um, does a six work? <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, so... Oh, no. Wow, here, here we are. Uh, I'm just going to do a little bit of a quick examination of where we are right now. Uh, It's the first round of combat. One person is already down and the other one has somehow managed to get themselves stuck in a barrel of water. So you try to launch yourself over this vat and it appears to be like some water supply for the the tavern and you try to vault over it but you're unable to make it across and you end up falling into it. Uh, The problem is it's low enough down 
that you have trouble reaching the edge to like no. climb yourself back out. So no, no. I'm gonna need you to make a swim check. No. Wait, which way did no. you fall in? Did you fall in head first or did you fall in feet first? Oh, it's it's big no. enough that you probably went in head first, butt. but he's able to like swim around in it. It's a pretty big vat, especially oh, for a for a, a halfling. That's true. So it's like a jacuzzi for me. It's like five by five. That is fucking huge. Yeah, oh, it's man. it's a okay. it's a nice sized uh, uh, vat of water. It's it's like the okay. water supply for a bunch of the various functions of this tavern. Swim check, swim so, check, swim check, check. Fix. Okay, so <laughs> all right, so so basically, you run over, you try to bounce off the wall to get yourself some height to to get over the vat of water. You overshoot it and you directly fall into the vat. You're unable to reach the side because the water level is so low already, and now you are failing your swim check, so you're beginning to drown. (laughs) So somehow... That's amazing. You've managed to... Like, of all the ways I thought a character could die in this session, drowning was was not on that list. You have surprised me today. Assholes. Uh, one from a different dimension and one a complete cunt. Uh, <laughs> 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 Looks like it's just going to be me who survives this. Alright, well, Soul, no speaking of, uh, you are up next. Okay, well, this looks like shit. So, Soul, just from their personality, this isn't a wise idea, but they're going to climb up onto the box in front of them, stand up, and just whip their liar, which... When they do that, it almost looks like one hand goes over the entirety in a circle, and for some reason, instead of just being U-shaped, it suddenly becomes circular, and they whip it almost like it's a frisbee, but it's it's a, a weapon would be considered a chakram at that point, and they whip it at the half-elf with the two swords. Alrighty, give me an attack. 21. A 21 will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Six? <laughs> I'm not yeah. excited. Uh, it's still it's, it's, it's pretty good roll. Pretty good roll for you. I mean, how, how does that sound when it hits someone? When it hits someone, it, it it's <laughs> like strumming when it successfully hits. That's how I imagine it. It's like a video game with the success noise. Yeah, yeah, something along <laughs> the lines. Or someone just pulling their fingers down a harp almost. Just. So what happens if it like beefs it? Does it sound like <laughs> like it sounds like someone plucked a wrong chord kind of thing? Sounds like someone untuned. punched the keys of a piano. No, an untuned <laughs> string. Like a string breaking? Like... Yeah, yeah, that's how it sounds when it doesn't hit correctly. Oof. But it hit correctly, so we have beautiful music instead. Yeah. But wait, do you have to go get it? No, it comes back to me. It, it magically, once it hits something, it'll just kind of just what? appear and then magically appear back in Soul's hand as if it's just a liar again. <laughs> Nice. Well, look at me. I got the cool weapon. Thank you, Beardy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of your backstory. I know. Uh, Did I, I made it? All right. So at the end of your round there, okay, that's going to take us back to Vera, who I'm is down. <laughs> I'm on fire. He's dead. Do I roll for fire? Uh, Yeah, you can go and roll for fire. That's fine. <laughs> Fire. It's fire. That's a two. I have two fires. It's fires. All right. So that's going to take us to the dark-haired woman. Um, Strangely enough, she's actually going to delay her initiative here a little bit. Uh, She's going to delay until after the hulking man. 
okay. the hulking man, on his turn, he's going to actually walk over because he noticed the halfling dunking itself into this barrel of water. <laughs> and he's going to walk over to it and he's going to kind of look at it. And he's tall enough that he can actually like look down into it. And he's just going to um. stand there and watch you. And he's just going to like, laugh. Oh. Can, can he, I, as I'm drowning, can I flick him off? <laughs> can I get a. Can, I mean, you, you can, but it's going to give you a penalty to your swim check. Oh, Dude, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die. You might need all your limbs to swim. Oh, can I. Can, oh, God, I can't even say fuck you. And, and, and it's all because of too much water. I mean, it's probably like. <laughs> yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. You know, it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's somewhere halfway between Mr. Gonna... Ed and water. <laughs> I'll wait. All right. So that's stupid. that's basically all the hulking is going to do on his turn, uh, which puts us back to Siva, who is still not actually going to do anything. She's going to delay even further. Okay. Uh, Serwin looks pretty fucked up. He is going to try to attack this, uh, this half-elf, and he is going to hit, and he does... A small amount of damage. Not really a whole lot. The dark-haired woman is up again. And instead of delaying this time, she is just going to take a five-foot step over by the shelves on the right side of the room. And she's going to wait there. Alright, that takes us back around to the half-elf. Now, he is going to... <laughs> he is going to look at Serwin and he's just going to say, you, you stupid, cocky asshole. You really think that you can hire some shitty mercenaries? And I mean <laughs> shitty mercenaries. I've seen some <laughs> bad mercenaries in my life, but this is something else. And you thought that it would be enough? That you you really thought this would work? You absolute moron. Soul puffs up on the box that they're on and just goes, Oh yeah, well at least we're not some vile creature who just goes and attacks innocent people asking for more and more money that you don't even deserve, you asshole! <sighs> so the, the half-elf will not even fully regard your mocking attempt. He's going to go to try to land an attack. So he's he is going to attempt to finish off Serwin. So he lifts mm-hmm. his blades... To bring them into uh, into a, a you know a wide arc to cut down Serwin. When from behind him, the dark-haired woman, her hands are going to start glowing with fire again, and she is going to launch a ray of fire from her hands, and she is going to strike this half elf in the back. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Well, yeah, but you know. fucking fire. <laughs> All right, so let me roll the damage on that one, and woo, she is going to burn him in the back with a scorching ray spell for fifteen points of damage. Yeah. Uh, it is going to do a lot of damage to this guy, and suddenly the half elf is actually pretty badly injured. Okay, 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 okay. So instead of attacking Serwin, he is going to turn and, with an extremely confused look on his face. He is going to make a five-foot step to get next to this raven-haired woman. Don't hurt her! (gasps) He looks at her and says, You traitorous bitch! I should have left you for dead a long time ago. And he is going to make an attack. He is going to attack with both of his short swords. And he hits with both attacks. Let me roll these. All right, and it appears that the dark-haired woman is critically injured near death. 
All right, Marcus, you're up. What would you like to do? You, you gotta heal everyone. You gotta heal her. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, so I need to target channel healing. Okay. All right. Looks like you healed everyone for four hit points. Yee. So let me apply that. There we go. Okay. So you heal everyone for four. And what else would you like to do on your turn? Wait, what? I was in the tub. I could do that while I was in the tub? Yeah, it's not like it, it's a burst around you. So anyone within 30 oh. feet of you. Well, that's handy. I know I'm drowning in a tub. You're like, I'll save you guys. <laughs> 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 yeah. So you can you can attempt uh, another acrobatics to get out of there if you'd like. I, I'd like to, yes. I'd like to not be drowning. Okay. Go ahead with another acrobatics, please. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> you have the worst oh, luck. No. Oh, no. <laughs> that is another nat one. Uh, oh, no. So, yeah, no, your four is not getting you out of the tub, so... Uh, oh, no. Make another swim check to see if you continue drowning. Oh, boy. <laughs> Luck be a lady. Oh, oh. luck be a bitch. I have minus two to your fucking swim. Yeah, he's got a minus two to his swim check, oh. so that is a seven. Okay, <laughs> you are now drowning. You're no longer able to keep your head above water. Oh, uh, wow. Okay, that's, that's... going to take us back to soul. Okay, well, I don't even know if I can see Marcus drowning. Anyways, since my main attention is apparently protecting this beautiful woman... I'm going to step higher onto the next box over to my east. Uh-huh. And I'm going to take Symphonia... Uh, sorry. My weapon is called Symphonia's Wit. And I'm going to whip it at this half-elf again. Alright. Okay. Give me an attack roll, please. 16? Not quite good enough. Aww. So it is going to whiff through the area and not connect with anyone. It, it makes a calling noise against a wall real quick and appears <laughs> in his hand. They look nervous and pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> All right, that's going to take us back to Vera. Uh, Vera, you are conscious. The the healing from Marcus brought you back to the positives. All right, and I'm still next to this fucking giant of a man. Yeah, the giant's like right next to you. He's he's still laughing at the halfling. Um, I'm going. To, I'm actually going to wait. Can I like pretend to be dead as I? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can you can actually like hold your action too if you want. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. So in that case. Uh, let's see. So the really large guy is up next, the hulking man, and he is like he was laughing at the halfling, but he notices now that the uh, the half elf is currently fighting the dark haired woman, and he is like it's it's as if his brain just shut off. Like if he was, you, if you could imagine like just clockwork, just grinding to a halt, that is his mind right now. Hulkingman.exe stopped working. Yeah, exactly. Take, oh, no. Can I take that time? I'd like to stealthily stand up. Because I... Yeah. So I can get attack of opportunity. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You gotta make a stealth check? Yeah. And that's going to be... Oh! Nice. Ooh. Yeah, 20. Nice. nice. Nice, nice, 24 oh, total. Bitch. Yeah, that is absolutely uh, successful. So, so I, I kind of just crawl up onto my feet and just quickly go to a corner. Okay. Just, uh, <laughs> Just to put some distance. Kill box. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Continue so being... You, you put some distance between yourself and that giant guy with the axe. And I'm going, right. to, I'm going to wait. Mm-hmm. I'm going to want to see what is happening here with the half-elf. You got it. Uh, that's going to take us back around to Serwin. 
and he is going to kind of do a victory or death attack here, and he is going to make an attack, and he's going to hit. Okay. And it's just enough. All right. The half-elf drops to the ground. Uh, he is now in negatives. Yes. That's all All right. Okay. Uh, the the uh, raven-haired woman is up next, and she is going to take a step over next to him. She is going to take a knee beside him and whisper something at him. Can I roll to hear what? She's yeah, at? absolutely. Make a make a perception check. Okay, it's a sixteen. Okay, that's good enough. Yes. She says, "Gilbert, you'll never touch me or anyone else ever again." And then she is going to cast a spell, the, the same one she did before, Scorching Ray, except this one is point blank and it's directly at his face. <laughs> uh, so oh, I'm going to roll the damage oh, here, but oh. he's already a negative, so uh, yeah, that is enough to kill him. So he did. You, his face, has his his head is damn near burned off. Uh, as soon as she does that, she, she turns and tells the Hulking Man, she says, Gort... Stand down. If I may, Soul raises their hand from the box. I think we have a drowning friend in the water, if you wouldn't mind taking him out. <laughs> in that case, the dark-haired woman sort of stands back up and nods toward the hulking man that she referred to as Gort. He just kind of turns, looks at the halfling, and just reaches one hand in and just pulls him out with one with one hand. And just sets him on the ground. <laughs> so hops off the box and just kind of goes over to Marcus. Are you okay? I'm wet. I'm very, very wet. Oh. I didn't like that. It was wet and cold. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be good every time, but, you know, we've got the positive. So I'll pat Marcus on the head and stands up and goes over to look at... She said Gilbert, right? Uh, Gilbert was the half-elf, yeah. Soul's gonna look at Gilbert and just spit in his face. Alright, you spit on him, but he has been so recently burned that your spit will actually sizzle off of him. Oh, shit. (laughs) Soul looks surprised. (laughs) Okay, that's... Wow. Hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, Marcus is just wringing out his just like ever see a cat that's just so completely soaked like just everything is just they look smaller that's marcus right now so a drowned rat yeah uh, no not a drowned rat no would be a mouse he looks halfling would be a rat he looks like <laughs> halfling wow uh... wow wow soul turns to the black-haired woman thank you for not killing all of us this was a long time coming I don't know if you need it, but my wet friend over there could heal you if you need it. Uh, yeah, that would actually be pretty nice. Marcus, heal the nice lady. <laughs> squish, squish. What, now? Of course now. Ah, uh, fine. She <sighs> saved our asses. She's gorgeous. Uh, she's... She needs your help. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I guess we're not going to be in... Co- I hope we're not going to be in any more combat, so yes, I'll do a channel energy, so try to heal the party up. Okay. You channel energy, and you heal the party a bit, and let's see. Yeah, so this dark-haired woman, it, you know, looks a little bit less injured, um, as does Sirwin, for that matter. Good. 
Well, sorry about the whole scythe thing from my compatriot back there. Right. I'm sure she's sorry too. It paid for. Uh huh. <laughs> it's uh, it's business. I understand. Well, if we had known you were so nice, we totally wouldn't have hurt you. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I have a bit of business with your employer here. Marcus is. Y'all don't know this about Marcus yet, but he is a, um, he, he likes shiny things, so he, uh, he's gonna try to switch over to the, to Gilbert. Okay. And, and, and rifle through his pockets. Alright, give me a perception check to search. Okay. Uh, yes! Not 20! Okay. So, you start to go through his pockets and things, and, um, the dark-haired woman is actually going to notice, and she's gonna say, ah, I'm afraid, little one, that what's his is now mine. Oh, fine. <laughs> no hard feelings, but... Takes a very wet, uh, I guess, a little satchel, whatever it is. Very, very now wet, because, well, you know, wet. Marcus, very dejectedly, okay. And hands it to the nice lady in the red dress. <laughs> <laughs> she takes it, and uh, she puts it away, and then turns toward Sirwin and says... This has gone on for far too long. I think we both know that. So just consider the debt paid in full, okay? Serwin, like, looks visibly relieved. And he kind of, like, ends up sort of half collapsing onto the table that's next to him. And kind of just sits there and just kind of takes a couple of breaths. As if, you know, he's a free person for the first time in his life. If I may, Serwin, this lovely lady did just save all our, our asses and, well, she, you know, took a bit of a damage brunt issue so don't you think it would be nice to give her a room to stay or something for free if she needs it? Uh, I'm sorry, I never caught your name. <laughs> the name's Siva. Siva. She says and kind of gives you a, a little nod with her head. It's nice to meet you. I believe that Siva deserves a room if she so wishes to stay to rest. That, of course, being your choice, ma'am, miss. And, uh, Sir will blink once and then say, Oh, of course, yeah, uh, she's welcome to stay if she wants. Cool. So, if you want, Siva? <laughs> Siva will, will look at you and say, Actually, my friend and I need to be heading out fairly soon, but you and your group are interesting, to say the least. Thank if, you. If you ever find yourself in Hartenshin, you should look me up. I would really like to do that. All right. Yeah. I would like you to make a knowledge local check, please. Okay. Uh, uh, she she mentioned a place that you may or may not be familiar with. 22? 22 is very successful. Okay. Cool. Uh, she said to, if you're ever in Hartenshin. Now, Hartenshin is actually the big city in, in the nation that you live in. Or the nation of Ville, rather. Uh, the nation you're currently, you're currently in. Uh, it's the big city, and it is... A metropolis of around 25 or so thousand people and it's kind of it's the seat of government for the nation so okay. it appears that it's also uh where she is from cool <clears throat> well i look forward to looking you someone as beautiful as you and i when uh we come to visit siva will give you a smile and the slightest wink as oh, uh blushing <laughs> As she what? she calls to Gort, and the two of them head up the stairs. Soul waves. Vera will back up out of the way. Soul turns to Serwin. So, oh, note for you, Beardy. Hmm? Horn off. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. 
So, we just did that really nice thing for you. And I think it would be really nice if we could have our compensation, don't you think? That was pretty shitty. <sighs> yeah, that, that, uh, it, it succeeded. It worked. I can't believe it actually worked. Yeah, you're a free man. But, yeah, no, you, here, you, you guys earned every bit of this. And he is going to, uh, put, he's going to basically make a, a sack of goodies for you guys. He's going to start putting some coins and other valuables into a satchel. And he, in it, he also lays in this map and uh, leaves it on the table. And it's like, there, it's all yours. You've earned every coin. Thank you. That's so sweet of you. While this is happening, Vera's in the corner just healing herself. Mm-hmm. Just cure light wounds herself. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, just roll the HP for that. All right. Cool. So at this point, Serwin is just kind of like beside himself in like a half exasperated, half elated like he's he's just sort of beside himself that's the best way i can put it well i am so dizzy is there any chance i could get a free room tonight uh yeah 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 free room everybody it's it's fine oh. awesome marcus uh by the way is uh finally dry enough that he and he notices Ooh, this is a storeroom right mm-hmm. there he is. yep he's gonna grab the wine bottle that's on the wall there Okay. You nab a bottle of wine off the wall. And you can just... You've taken more from Serwin than Siva has. Um yeah, he's gonna he's gonna take that wine and he is going to go chat up Telly when we get back upstairs. Aw dip. Okay. Well in the meantime I'll grab all of the stuff from Serwin and I'm gonna go to the free room then and take a nap. Okay. So Serwin is gonna see uh, Marcus take a bottle of wine off the wall and he is going to, as if like something just clicked in his brain he's like, it's time to drink <laughs> and uh, yeah. he, he is going to uh, walk out of the cellar and head back upstairs and he's going to go to the bar and he is going to start pouring uh, Marcus is going to head up and he's going to find that sweet, sweet halfling ass <laughs> nasty, thanks Harry, you got it. More than likely. Mar- Vera's going to kind of limp upstairs as well. <laughs> He's been thoroughly fucked up. <laughs> Not a good day, probably. Not a good day. Yeah. You already looked like shit when you came in. Yeah. Now you look even worse. About the same. <laughs> Let's be honest. All right, you head upstairs and you find Marcus is now like already tracked down Telly and is kind of already beginning to hit on her again. Yo, Marcus, where's the map? The what? The map, you know. I, I I don't I don't know. Are we going to split everything? And we need to know where we're going with the map. Uh, soul, soul had it. Uh, can you not see what I'm doing right now? What what are we? Can you get that from Soul? Oh my god. Tell Vera's going to sit down. Oh my god. <laughs> no, please join us for a drink. Please, I mean. Not like I'm trying to uh, enjoy a nice conversation with Telly. Telly, why don't you make my friend here? This is uh, this is Vera. How you do you do? Very sharp, sto- <laughs> very sharp uh, knife on the end of a stick. Well, that sounds very dangerous, but I- I'm sure you're an expert at wielding it, right? Like a thumbs up while getting a cup of mead. Oh, you don't trouble yourself. Let me let me get that for you. And Telly's gonna hop up and and prepare a mead for you. Uh, thanks, Vera. Uh, thanks. Vera. Do you not see I'm trying 
I am trying to, you know, make a new friend. Vera has this blank face of just not caring, but not not like in the mean way. It just like I don't really know why you're talking. It just doesn't register. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to spell it out for you. I don't see very many other halflings. Do you see very many other halflings around? No. Oh my god, yeah. he's saying as long as they're a halfling <laughs> and he saw them in this room, he would attempt to fuck them? Yes. Oh my He's god. a horrible person. What can no. I say? He's lonely. Yeah, that's a great reason to... Well, is it, what, what are you trying to say? <laughs> do, do you want me to sit with you or something? Can you go up and find Soul and get the map yourself. Fine. <laughs> Thank you. Tilly returns with a with a tray of different uh, alcohols and says, Sirwin just said that you all fought the syndicate and that all of this is on the house. Oh, that that's great. It, is that true? Did you all fight the syndicate? We did, actually. Tilly will, like, walk up to you. Well, one of us fought the syndicate. Telly will walk up to Marcus, uh, sort of like wrap her arms around one of your arms, kind of hold on to you, and go, that's so brave. Well, I mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but it was, we were we were absolutely drenched in the heat of battle. You can say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> She's sort of in awe of your story. So Vera's going to grab one of those meats and it's going to start drinking it while walking towards the stairs. They're not going to go up the stairs yet, mm-hmm. but they're going to finish their meat first. And okay. as she walks you, Marcus might see a bee fly out of her apiary Ooh. and onto her cup. Hmm. Neat. Now back to flirting. Now back to flirting. So tell you, tell me, what's it like being so close to the Deadlands? Oh, it's, well, you know, I don't ever go there. I mean, I'm just a, a tavern maid. I don't exactly have the skills to survive in a place like that. But it certainly keeps the adventurers coming and going, which, well, where they go, so does coin, you know? I'm just a poor, lowly tavern maid. Oh, hoping a hero will sweep me off my feet one day. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Got it in one. <laughs> my shorts are almost as damp as your robes <laughs> you're so brave oh, no. such a strong handsome. brave handsome adventurer <laughs> no I can't oh. okay so did, did you say that you were drinking the wine yeah we're, we're sitting here drinking wine uh, we're getting we're getting crunk or getting tipsy over here what are you up to? Gets All right. So Vera's going to finally <laughs> decide, fine, we'll go up. And places the cup down, like on one of the tables, and just heads up All to right. the second floor. Cool. You head up to the second floor, and after finding uh, a few rooms that were unoccupied, you eventually open one up, and you find Soul laying on a bed, just sort of just collapsed and sleeping probably snoring slightly with some drool coming out of their mouth. No. <laughs> One of those bubbles coming out? Like yeah, that. yeah, a, bu- a nose bubble. Yes. Soul, 
sleeps far more elegantly than they act. <laughs> yeah, I'll have you know. <laughs> also, they're sleeping on the stuff. Yes. So what you notice is Soul asleep on a bed, and you can see out from under them is peeking the corner of the map. Vera starts to sneakily, as quiet as I can, okay. go over there. So give can me I roll a, Yeah, give me a stealth check, and I'm also going to want a perception check from Soul as an opposed. That's, that is a 8. 17 on my end. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> that is going to be uh, Soul waking up. Uh, you see Vera has approached uh, because Vera has stepped on a board that was creaky. Oh, you have approached oh. me! Oh. <laughs> you! What the hell are you doing? I needed the map. For what? I want to see it so that we know where we're going. We're going to the fucking Deadlands. Go back downstairs. What are you using it for? I'm not. It's so? Just, look. You've been very rude, and personally, I don't really trust you with the map. Well, that's the same for both of us. I don't trust you with the map either. Why? I don't know what you're going to do with it. Clearly, you're just sleeping on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We'll look at it in the morning, okay? I can look at it now. Oh, my God. Go away. It's bedtime. What do you want to say? So, Vera will do it before they turn around does a up yours. Oh my uh, god. Thing. But at the end of it, like with their arm, it's the devil horns, but it's put out so that it resembles a elf's head. <laughs> so the fingers are distended. You need some Ooh. fucking help. I need the fucking map. Go drink. We'll see it in the morning. God. And Vera stomps off. <laughs> Ew, scary bitch. <laughs> Can't even fucking defend herself against the hottest lady I've ever met. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? Fuck these bitches. So it's gonna get up, gather all the stuff they got from Sirwin and their own items, mm-hmm. and they're gonna jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you want to self-fenestrate yourself? No, no, no. Kind of like. Where, where you have a hand on the windowsill and you kind of just hop down. Okay. It's still the second level of the building, so I'm going to need an acrobatics. And I'm assuming you want to be, you don't want to make a lot of noise doing this, so give me a stealth and an acrobatics, and let's see how that goes. Okay, stealth. That's a 19. Okay, yeah, all right. So nobody hears you leave. Acrobatics is an 11. Ooh, okay, so you're going to land a little bit hard. Uh, make a reflex save. 12. Okay, you're going to take a little bit of damage. Um, let me roll it here. Okay, you're going to take uh-huh. two points of damage. I'm going to take um, my thing to reduce the pain. Okay, all right. You uh, do so. You want to know why you got that injured? Because you didn't yell out parkour when you were I was doing, you, uh, doing I can't do that. You didn't whisper it either. Parkour. Yeah. <laughs> P- parkour. <laughs> <laughs> So, my thing has reduced the pain. I'm going to go find that pretty lady, so I'm heading towards Hartenshin. It's a bit of a walk. Um, give me it's just okay. One... I've been walking for a while anyways. Right, give me just one moment and I will explain. So, on this map here, you are 
at the border of the Deadlands, at the town of Edge here, all the way in the north. Okay. <clears throat> um, Hartenshin is this, this city down here. The, the, the big city in the middle of Bill. Okay. Uh, so it's about a two-day walk doop, doop, to get to Fort Hawk, this, this, this military fort right here. And then it's like another two days journey doop, doop, uh, to go from Fort Hawk down to Hartenshin. So it's like a four-day journey by foot. Um, so it's it's something that's not just something you can zip over to. Is that is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Cool. I've been uh, running for a while. Not a big deal. All right. Uh, Passing my way up here. Okay. Well, in that case, yeah. What's everyone else doing? So, uh, holy. Oh jeez. Thirsty. Hey, it's a desert out there. No, it's not. Okay, it's technically it is a tundra is desert. It's not a tundra. Deadlands is the, the uh, DM check. Is there any water out in Deadlands? Sure. Oh, it's fuck. more of like a magically devastated area that has had some aspect of it completely destroyed. Yeah, it's a, it's an area that has no life. It is a lifeless waste. I don't know about you. That sounds like a desert to me. <sighs> so. Vera's going to go down after that end. Is mm-hmm. going to just drink some mead, probably like two. Gotcha, and gotcha. Once they're done, they're going to go to bed. All right, you head up to that area, and the one thing you notice is that Soul is no longer in their bed. I'm going to enter the room. Okay. Do I, do I see anything in there? Uh, no, it appears that the room has been picked clean, and Soul is missing. Fucking. Vera's going to run down to where... <laughs> Marcus and Telly are smooching. I imagine that, like, at, at, just as you get to the bottom of the stairs, you see and like you sh- you shout over to Marcus. Marcus is like probably trying to lean in to give Telly a kiss. Marcus, guess what? Guess who is right about the elf who's stabbing us in the back? <laughs> oh my! F- who could have known? <laughs> who could have guessed this? <laughs> they took everything. Hi, Vera. How you doing? You want to know? I'm not doing great. Hmm? Oh, really? Well, that makes two of us. Get on. Get over here. Oh, God, fine. What? Did you not hear what I said? They took everything. That money, that map, all gone. Is this, is this registering? Starts, like, snapping in front of your face. <laughs> Marcus's eye is starting to twitch. Just, we have to get that stuff back. So you're telling me. I almost died for that shit. Wait, 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 wait. You almost died. You almost died. Oh no, I can't Did... swim. <laughs> yes. Do I look like a swimmer to you? Vera looks at you up and down. Uh, no? <laughs> Very good. So. He, uh, Marcus st- just starts rubbing his temples. Okay. Okay. So, do we know where they went? Not yet. Let- I need to check upstairs. And I'm going to check upstairs. Do I see any clues to where Soul went? Yeah, give me a perception check up in that area. That is a 17. Okay. You search the area and you find that it appears Soul exited the room through the window. You look outside and it is now dark out, but... You are able to see from the the light from the windows on the first floor that there appears to be like an impact site 
uh, where where someone had landed in the soft ground. There's something else on the ground too. Yeah, Marcus, outside. There's something out there. And Vera's going to jump down. Okay. All right. You jump down. You want me to roll something? Yeah. Give me an acrobatics. Nope. Eleven. <laughs> I fucking face plant into that. <laughs> All right, Oof. and that's going to be a reflex then. Oh shit! Hell nice. yeah. Okay, so you, you're only going to take half damage from the fall, which is going to be uh, all right. You actually take one damage from the fall, so <laughs> not really much. Just enough to like maybe give yourself a little bit of ankle pain. Okay, but what Fuck. you see on the ground outside the window, you see an impact point of Soul's ass, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in the dirt next to it is a, like, what looks like the map that has just been, like, laid out there. Like, just, like, perfectly placed on the ground. They didn't give a shit. Well, like, they didn't give a Vera. shit and just decided to leave it. Well, at least they forgot Vera. this. <laughs> Vera, it looks like something very heavy landed right there. Yeah, it's so... What was that in their ass? Yeah, but they forgot this, and Vera waves the map at Marcus. I'm only 157 pounds, <laughs> <laughs> Giant ass. <laughs> That's a big old ass. 140 pounds of its ass. So I'm going to. I'd like to use a survival check and see if I can find out where the like, tracks are going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You can. You can attempt to track with a survival. So go ahead. All right, and that is 16. 16. All right, that is more than enough. You are able to pick out the trail that Soul left heading south along the road. You're pretty sure you can use this to find them. We follow. Excellent. They went this way. All right. So, Soul, we're going to zoom over to you real quick. And the way I imagine it is that you you are kind of feeling pretty good right now. Oh, I am. You've got just a a sack full of happiness. I really do. And, uh... You're just kind of strolling along the road, and even though it's dark out, I still feel like you're kind of stopping to smell the flowers, as it were. Oh yeah, for sure. Just like, relax, looking up at the stars, maybe using some dancing lights to cause tiny little auroras around themselves. Mm-hmm. Just generally enjoying your walk. So you're not moving particularly quickly, and you didn't get that big of a head start on these folks. So within, I would say within the first two hours... They're able to catch up with you. So, Vera and Marcus, you, you're you moving along the road quickly, following these tracks. And ahead, you see a, a single person walking, using, like playing around with dancing lights. And you're pretty damn sure that that is Soul. I'm going to go in, try to get in close, but grab him, okay? Uh, if that doesn't work, I need you to go in back to get them from the other side. All right? Uh, I think we can handle that. Sure. All right, so I'm going to roll a stealth check. Is that all right? Yeah, I'd actually I'd like you to roll both to roll stealth checks, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. Right. That is a 22. All right, 22. 10 for me. And a 10 for Marcus. All right. <laughs> Boy. So, so, Vera, you try to make, like, a wide flank to try to, like, catch Soul off guard, and you're being super sneaky. And Marcus, I feel like, just kind of walks up to Sol. Like, walking is quieter than running. So. Yeah. Drinking, remember, though, guys. That's true. So, Sol, you. you're, you're going to hear someone on the road behind you. You turn, Sol and they're, and standing there, kind of just, I, I imagine, it, in my mind, it's kind of creepy. 
Like, you turn and just standing in the middle of the road looking at you is this little child-sized person. Um, hey, Sol! Oh, fuck, it's you! <laughs> and Vera tackles. Tries to tackle Sol. Oh, all right. Uh, okay, so from out of out of the side uh, of the road, Vera is going to attempt to tackle. I need a combat maneuver, please. All right. Uh, so that is... Uh, just roll that's, your C and B. We're going to compare it. An eight! Yeah. That is not even close. All right, so <laughs> you... <laughs> So, uh, in that case, Sol turns to look at Marcus and takes a step forward, and right where Sol was, Vera, like, launches across the, the road, uh, grabbing at the air to tackle where Sol was just a, a moment before. What are doing? I left the map for you all. Oh, thanks. Oh, I just took everything else? <laughs> Sol tries to run away. <laughs> uh. Marcus is rather okay. A Marcus I is drunk. Me. <laughs> okay, so Small turns and starts running down the road. Marcus, um, he, he, first off, he's a little drunk. He's not too happy because, well, his night is shot. Mm-hmm. So he tries. To, he tries to, uh, to tackle them. I, I think that's the best way to describe it. He, he, like, yeah, his reflexes are a little slow, but he tries to leap after them. Okay. Uh, give me a combat maneuver, please. You got it. So that's, uh, that's 12? Okay, okay. Uh, it's more respectable than the attempt that Vera gave, but it's still not quite enough to succeed. However, Soul, you are impaired. Both of you are impaired. And it's dark out. Yeah. Give, me a, give me a reflex save. Okay. Let's see. 11? 11 is not quite good enough. You are going to trip over Marcus in the dark. So you end up taking a bit of a spill. Uh-huh. And that is going to allow Vera to move up and essentially catch up to the two of you. Okay, okay, okay. I know you both are mad, and I'm really sorry about that. And I did do dirty, so... Here, here. You can have the potions back. There you go. Vera grabs the potions and then <laughs> tosses them to Marcus. <laughs> Where's the money? Ooh, um, I don't have it. <laughs> oh, you don't have it. I don't. <laughs> Just in the room. No, it, it's gone. Go- gone where? <laughs> Vera's face falls flat. It wasn't that much, guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe them. I think they still have it. Okay. Um, Make a sense I... motive, yeah. All right, that... 15. You actually think that, that Soul's telling the truth. You get the sense that Soul's not trying to deceive you. But they do have a weird smile on them. That's very true. <laughs> they, they should look more concerned since they just kind of got attacked, tackled by two people. But they're oddly smiling, though their eyebrows seem to deceive the rest of that. I don't think they're lying. I think the money's gone. What do you do with our money? Poof. <laughs> it's funny when you say. Sorry. <laughs> Where did it poof to? A guy in an alleyway. <laughs> Let me get this straight. <laughs> I'm muddy. Uh, <laughs> you are a little. I'm tired. Are you? I'm not gonna get any tonight. And now our money's gone. Why would you need to get any? Your wife is in another dimension. <laughs> 
What did you spend the money on? Happiness. <laughs> you, you feel so squishy. I'd like to try to intimidate. I know I'm tiny, but damn it, I'm full of rage at the moment. Uh, give it me should, a roll. Work. Yeah, you can. You can give it a try. Fine. <laughs> Seven. Oh, yikes. Okay. Marcus, can you hold them down? What? I can. Yes. Combat maneuver. And yes. Nat 20. Very <laughs> All right. So you are able to grapple onto Soul. So in that case, Soul is going to be uh, essentially considered grappled and helpless at this point. Vera's so. going to tie up Soul. Awesome. Okay. So you tie up Soul with a length of rope, and you can now. They're now at your mercy, basically. This is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> agreed. Are we are we gonna drag them or pick them up? I'll I'll get them. Oh, Vera, you go killing me. Vera tosses her staff to Marcus. Now I have two staffs. Do you, you do you catch it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would assume, yeah. It is yeah. incredibly heavy. Like it feels like oh, it's made out fuck. of. Blood. So do you carry a lead collection in this thing? Oi! So Vera's going to heave the soul onto her own shoulder mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and just start carrying them that way. Wow, you're a lot stronger than I imagined. <laughs> hey, you can't really see Vera's arms right now either because yeah, of the. Yeah, she's got sleeves on her shirt. But Vera is built. AF. <laughs> like a bridge shit house. And then they're going to huck their way back to the inn. Soul is grumbling, Tavern. but. You can't help but hear small little giggles escaping their mouth the entire time What's, for some reason. It's going to keep on pissing off there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sorry. think you're pissed off. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Can I bop them on the head with my with my sta- sling staff? I'm not going to tell you what you can't do. That's rude and battery and evil. I, like, jolt my shoulder. <laughs> Into my gut. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Still fucking giggling, but it sounds pained. <laughs> I kind of want to just poke them in the nose. Just, just poke them. So we're probably getting just, close back. To, are we getting back to the hotel? Yeah, but just as a just as an aside, I, I, I like the detail with the extra weight to the staff. Yeah, and it reminds me of one of my favorite lines from uh, one of my favorite animes. Uh, when Nicholas Wolfwood, when someone's passing him his cross that he carries everywhere, and they're like, the fuck is so heavy about this? And he says, because it's, it's full of mercy. It's full of... It's like Vera. But Vera's like, it's full of beetles. <laughs> it's full of beetles. <laughs> so we make it to the end. Yeah, you head back to the dead man's rest. So the, the strange thing, though, is that the, the three of you are going to go back in this in this building, and it's a bit of an odd scene to be, you know, having someone bound on someone else's shoulder, it just doesn't really, like, you know, it doesn't look legal exactly. Soul's gonna try to call out for help. <laughs> Please, Serwin, Serwin, you've gotta help me. Please, these crazy people just... Now, hold on, hold on. Wait, no, I need help. Do you see this? They stole everything from us. So you no, see... No, I give you back the things that are mine. So Serwin's standing at the bar with, like, a half a glass of wine in his hand. And he just kind of, like, blinks and looks at the three of you as you come in. I'd like the both of you, uh, Vera and Sol, to make diplomacy checks. 
16. Fuck you, yeah, 18. I saw you. <laughs> like, We're going to go upstairs. What? We're going to find out what's going on. Please. And then we'll drop them off at a jail or something. <laughs> Please don't. And they're sure. smiling, but tears start coming out of their eyes. It looks really wrong. Sorry so, for the commotion. Serwin is like nods an understanding and says, uh, yeah, what, whatever you, you need. Um, good luck. Thanks. <laughs> and, and I'm going to move them up stairs. Okay. So uh, Marcus is going to ask Serwin, I'm guessing Telly went to bed already, right? Uh, yeah. Telly's shift was over a while ago. You, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's late enough that the only person down here is Serwin. Like, the rest of the staff is asleep, and the patrons have all gone off to bed, too. It's it's early at this point. If you see her before I do, uh, just let them know I'm, I apologize, and I'll meet up with them as soon as possible. He shrugs. Sure thing. Oh. <laughs> he, uh, as, as Marcus turns away, he just gets this really angry smile on his face. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go solve a problem. Cleric. I don't want people to be hurt. He is mildly drunk and angry. Wait, Marcus got drunk off of one wine? Yeah, one wine. Not like Marcus. One wine, please. (laughs) I will have one drink. Fortitude out of all of us. (laughs) So, Vera's going to kind of just push Soul back onto the bed. (laughs) Still smiling, but they're they're crying. (laughs) So, what are we doing? I don't know what you want from me. Marcus. Okay, so at the moment, I I don't have the right spell to, t- to handle this. I need to commune with my god for a little bit. Not too long. <sighs> They're tied up for now. They're not going anywhere. You relax. I'm going to pray for a little bit. <sighs> Fine. So Vera is going to go to one of the other beds and try to sleep. All right. Uh, Marcus, Marcus is going to sit down and just kind of just... Sit and mutter to him, Eden. I want to prep a... Th- so, during this four hours, Marcus is going to prep Touch Truthfulness. Okay. So, Vera goes to bed. Yeah, that'll take you about soul four just, hours to do. Uh, is Soul sitting there awake or just... Awake but despondent. It's a smaller smile, but there's still small little tears just kind of falling down their face. Okay. They're looking far, far away. They're not even in this room mentally. Okay, so four hours are going to pass, and Marcus, yep. you now have Touch of Truth, uh, Touch of Truthfulness uh, memorized. Sweet. Marcus kind of snaps to Soul. The eyes just snap to Marcus's direction, but they don't say anything. Marcus closes his eyes, concentrates very hard, and just takes one finger and boops Soul's forehead. Okay, you cast Touch of Truthfulness on Soul. Soul, you are now, uh, any, any word you speak has to be the truth. I can do that. Soul. Marcus. Where did our money go? Yeah, I don't have to tell you that. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't uh, have to tell you that. <clears throat> yeah, technically, touch of truthfulness doesn't actually compel them to speak. Um, so they don't have to answer your questions necessarily. That would actually be like a command spell. Oh. <laughs> that evil fucking I'm sorry. <sighs> You're really gonna make us do this again. 
Make you do what? You could have just let me leave. This is your own fault at this point. Oh, I feel like I this is all the start. truth. <laughs> Don't turn this around on us. Soul believes this. <laughs> oh, I know. You stole the money and left. Yes. I did. <laughs> that was not for you to steal. Mm, probably not. Yeah. But I did. But I did give you the potions and the mud back. <laughs> that doesn't make it even. It wasn't even that much money. Doesn't matter. Not yours. It was your money. Just turned to a SpongeBob beat. <laughs> well. Well. I see we're not going to be as cooperative as I'd hoped. I see that you're delusional because you think you're... In the middle of speaking, he takes them and gags them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, A a bundle of cloth is shoved into Sol's mouth and Sol is unable to speak. Sol rolls their eyes and just leans against the wall again. Do I happen to have any more that I can cram in there? <laughs> Not without possibly choking, Soul. <clears throat> I'm a good cleric. I want people to die. I'm considering murder. No. Just, you know. Yes. <laughs> maiming. Maiming's not murder. Not murder, manslaughter. Okay, don't take advice from Bear on this one, though. And you can't spell manslaughter <laughs> without man's laughter. <laughs> Fuck. But I ain't no man, so fuck off. Oh, that's funny. Beardifer, point of clarification. Um, is there a spell that I could uh, memorize? Yeah, yeah, I, I mentioned before, you, you would need to do a command spell. Oh! Yeah, so you could cast command to force them to talk uh, after having and... cast Touch of Truthfulness, and then they would be forced to answer you and speak truth. Wouldn't you need to pray for another four hours? So Marcus is going to sit there, <laughs> and he's going to think very hard, and then... The thought is going to come to him, and, he's, and then he's just going to start rubbing hands, hands, and go, <laughs> Okay, be with you in four more hours. Which is a full rest for Vera. Yeah, so at the end of that, Vera uh, is awake and fully rested, and it's almost yeah. morning. Like, it's very close so, to being, it's actually probably is morning at this point, what am I saying? Sun's well, up. Still in those four hours, actually. Probably. So let's uh, let's recap. Marcus has been awake for mm-hmm. going <laughs> going on 24 close to 24 hours um he has hasn't had food Uh he uh he um he he drank Mm -hmm. yeah probably hasn't had a lot of water either yeah Um, probably has a headache has probably very tired a little bit cranky and i would say also has some pretty significant blue balls yes so let's just let's just ball that all together and say he's probably a little bit crotchety oh i would imagine so it's probably a, a rough morning so very groggily, he comes out of his prayers and snaps his head at Soul and just They're gets meditating. Kind of like, <laughs> just meditating on the bed. Sideways. Yeah, just leaning against a wall. I'm guessing Marcus notices that Vera's awake. Yeah, Vera, Vera. Vera's gotten up from her bed, and you can see that there's things crawling in the bed. Oh, God. Straight up. Oh. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, we'll worry about that later. You see Soul's ear twitch when you say something. One eye opens. Did you find out what's happening? Not yet. But we're going to. So Marcus um, goes over to Soul. Mm-hmm. Says, Soul, 
How you doing there, Soul? Oh, I feel great. Really well rested. Wonderful. Do you feel more willing to chat with us? Marcus has these deep, deep bags <laughs> under, under his, his eyes. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he is completely looks crazy. Sure, I'm willing to get this over with so that I can get back on the road. Whatever. So tell me, what did you use your money for? I'm not telling you shit. Oh, goody. Just let me go. So Mark. So Marcus, first to cast Touch of Truthfulness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the head. What'd you use the money for? Soul just rolls their eyes. Oh, thank you for that. Happiness. I already told you that. Marcus takes his thumb and grabs his middle finger and then flicks them on the forehead, casting Command. Okay. That spell actually grants a will save to resist. So, okay. Soul, make a will save, please. Nat 20, bitches. All right. Does he know that I got a nat 20? No, no. He doesn't know the result of this. He just knows that he cast the spell. So if you think about it, in a way, it means whatever you say, he will pretty much be forced to believe because he'll think that it worked perfectly. So since certain things have worn off at this point, Soul's perfectly able to change their face however they need to. Soul's face just drops after he touches them. There's a moment that they're glaring at him and then it drops. And they look at him and they look like they're scared. They haven't said anything. Tell me, Soul, what'd you use the money on? I, I, I used it to get information. What kind of information? Information on the people who are following me. Who's following you? They're saying this with gritted teeth. They're trying to make the effect more obvious that, oh, yeah, I'm definitely under your fucking spell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you want from me. I, I have to go. I need to get out of here as soon as possible. Why? <laughs> Maybe we can just have them work for us and get us the money back. It'd be simpler. Sure, as long as we can keep on the road so I'm not here. Did you have a bag? Yeah. Is it just on you? Yeah. It's like it's a, it's on this like silver chain belt thing. Vera notices this and like can it be moved like to the side? Oh yeah, for sure. So Vera kind of just yanks it so that it kind of goes <laughs> to the other side. Careful, you might undo my shirt. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth too. <laughs> so Vera oh my. the bag and starts rooting through it. Wait 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 wait. Oh yeah wait 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 wait. What, what are you doing? Do I see anything interesting in there? Yeah, you do, in fact. So I'm just going to pull up Soul's character sheet and just, I'm just going to show you this list here. So this is everything that they were carrying. All right. Do you want me to say it? Sure, yeah. So I have a odd block of wood that when you press the side of it, a blade comes out. I, of course, have my traveler's clothes on me. I have this chain belt made of interlocked little silver chains that hold all my bags. And that's, that's when I was moving yeah, around? Yeah, that's the one you were okay. moving around. And then, you know, there's um, in that bag a bunch of tiny little dime-shaped tablets, little thick dime-shaped tablets that are kind of shiny and sparkly and pink. And they have little liars imprinted into them. Does this look like some kind of gem to me? No. This, this looks like pills. Yeah, I like to... They look kind of like little little tablets. They're about the size of a dime. Can I tell what they are? At You've all? never seen anything like this before. Can I tell what they are? 
Uh, possibly. Vera, give me a knowledge nature. All right. That's a 14. Okay. Uh, you know that these... You're not sure what they are, but you know that these don't appear to be natural. Like, you don't know of any natural object that that has a glitter sheen like this. This definitely stinks of, like, magic. This stinks of, like, arcane magic. Soul has um, up since you started looking at them. Can I spellcraft that? Absolutely, yeah. So roll Wait. spellcraft to identify it. Yeah, I hold it right. to Marcus to, so we can look Ooh. at it. That is a 17. Okay. You know that this is essentially magic medicine that you think probably has uh, psychoactive properties. So you have this medicine, so you might have either stole it, and that's why you're running, or you just selling it. You bought it so you can sell it, or you just bought it so you can use it. Soul isn't saying anything, but their ears are twitching. Either way. Vera, what should we do with them? Hmm. So, is this important to you? Yes. Oh, yes? Very quiet. <laughs> They're not looking at you, too. So Vera looks at it, Marcus, and just throws it to him. Do with it what you want. Soul's eyes dart between the two of you really quick when they saw the toss and then immediately looks away again. Just so to be tell happy. me, Soul, what did you do with our money? You're holding it. Hmm. I don't fully believe you. What? This doesn't this doesn't seem like enough. But it was only fifty fucking gold. Are you kidding me? Of course it was that. This doesn't seem like nearly enough to spend fifty gold on. Excuse me? Marcus walks over to the fireplace. What are you doing? So the fireplace in that room is actually a bit strange. It's um, it connects down to the fireplace on the first floor, so okay. it's actually just more like a heat vent. But it is able to be opened, and you could okay. you could technically drop things into it, and it would land in the fire on the first floor. Soul, what'd you do with the rest of the money? You're holding it. I don't know what you want. I just answered. Marcus takes a pill, tosses it in down the chute. What are you doing? What did you do with the money, Soul? Are you kidding me? Wrong answer. I... Another one goes. Oh my god. <laughs> what did you do with the money, Soul? I, I, I don't know what else to say. I've literally told you I've spent all the money on that. Mm, that's too gone. No, please. You literally put a truth spell on me. I'm telling you. It's all right there. So what you're telling me, throws another one in, <laughs> is all this 50 gold... I could be spent on a lot of things to help us. Throws another one in the fire. It literally isn't that much! Hmm. 50 gold barely buys anything! Do you know what 50 gold can buy nowadays? That! A lot of rope. <laughs> a lot of rope. A lot of rope. A lot of food. A lot of stuff that could really help us. But you know what, Soul? I'm gonna help you. What are you doing? I'm gonna help you. Stop. I'm going to help no, you. Please, please, I'm begging you. Stop. By breaking your habit. No, please. Please, Marcus, no. Stop, please. Marcus <laughs> takes the bag. You'll thank me one day, Soul. No. And dumps the whole, all the contents into the chute. All right. So I can't do this or else I would probably break our mic and your ears. And also neighbors. And neighbors. Um... So I'm going to just explain that Soul 
bloody murder screams. Mm-hmm. Like, it's loud. Everyone in the fucking inn has hear- heard this scream, probably. Uh, and what they're going to try to do, just out of this pure rage, and, you know, they, they definitely are not on drugs currently, so that's a very upsetting thing. <laughs> I- I'm going to try to break my bonds and charge at Marcus. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, so what I need you to do is make a strength check followed by a constitution check. Okay, the strength is a 14. Okay. Constitution is a nat 1. A nat 1. Okay. (laughs) So it's a 14 strength and a 3 con. Yeah. So the, you, you pull against your bonds as hard as you can while screaming bloody murder. And it's just not enough to, to bust the knots of the rope. Huh? And your con check was so low that you actually end up spiking your blood pressure and passing out. <laughs> okay. So you've you've knocked yourself unconscious uh, through stress. Wow, you don't sound like a psychopath at yeah, all. Yeah, I know, right? I feel bad that Vera's fine with this. Jeez, Vera is fine with this. Well, that's a waste of fifty dollars. Stole. Wow. <laughs> dollars. Where am I? <laughs> well, we're not getting that money back. We weren't getting that money back before anyway. Who's gonna buy back drugs? I mean, <laughs> what are drugs worth? Oh my god, <laughs> fifty gold. Probably more because I had more than just what I bought in my bag. You fucking idiots. Was it? I had more Muse than what I bought because I came with Muse. Yeah. Uh, you could have gotten fucking more money for it, you goddamn yeah, thing. sell drugs. Dr- that's for druggies. No one that's wants drugs. Drugs are bad. <laughs> oh my god, you too. <laughs> well, what are we doing with the elf? Are we bringing them to jail or something? No, I said I would help. I'm going to take care of them. <sighs> so what, so that they can betray us again? They'll learn. They'll learn. Will they? I don't know how much you know about elves. Also, you look like shit, and you should probably sleep. <laughs> I feel like shit. Also a little hungry. How about you? I could eat. I could too. Alright, so the two of you go downstairs to get some breakfast, uh, leaving the unconscious soul in the bed, <laughs> and that is where we will call it a night. Oh my god. <laughs> You you leave the devastated yeah. individual. Devastated, <laughs> heartbroken wreck of a person. And you have you have breakfast. Yeah, you guys have some fucking elf? egg sandwiches. Hmm, this bacon's really good. Mm. I just it's shattered someone's entire world. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Please leave a like or subscribe if you want to see more content like this. And leave a comment if you have any suggestions. Until next time.